You are now tuned into the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from your personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. It's like um one major thing about me is like um I kind of you know like the principle of gender. Mm. I grew up for the most part like um I moved around so much when I was younger, but um for the most part like my longest standing friends have always been like all of my guy friends, and um over time I built like that you know that mass that masculinity of like you know the masculine principles like mm. I thought you know my guy friends just never opened up they never spoke about like any of their feelings that kind of stuff and for me it just became a normal thing Um, so I was very much closed off I had like more like you know my masculine traits were very very there and then um and I'm like I'm grateful for it because my drive kind of you know in the male dominated um in like industries that I work in my drive was literally came from like you know having those masculine traits but I think I kind of started to understand, like, you know, there needs to be a 50-50% balance between your masculinity and your femininity. Um, mm. of, like, you know, it has to work that way. And kind of started to learn, like, you know, I can still be a businesswoman without having those masculine traits. I can still have, like, very feminine traits and get just navigate through life. Like, it's okay to, like, grieve. It's okay to, you know, be sad sometimes, just to sit down and to absorb your emotions, just so you can understand you know the self-awareness of like this is where I am and mm. my like I need to be on this vibration but if you don't sit down and ever touch upon where your feelings are at where you're at you just won't know mm. and you know what one thing you said there was so key is it's, a, it's so important to bring the masculinity and the femininity into unison and into union even and you know kind of balance them in a way that's healthy because what i find in today's society is that people are on one extreme side or or, or, or on the other extreme side or they they just like incredibly imbalanced and it it shows you know like there's a lot of guys out there who are so incapable of being vulnerable and showing their emotions mm-hmm. but that's because they think that that's what being a man is but being a man is is, is strength you know and strength comes through being able, able to be vulnerable. Like last night, me and my girl was watching Precious. I was crying tears. <laughs> like I can, I can cry in front of my girl like if we're watching a sad film. And I'm not embarrassed of it because, you know, I'm a man, you know. Yeah. When you're comfortable with her, it's like there's no issue. I think one thing I'm so grateful for as well is like um, meeting my boyfriend has like really, he kind of educated me on, you know, that it's okay to have those traits. And for me, I always thought, okay, no one's ever gonna take me seriously if I'm all if I'm like always crying, if I'm always like, you know, really, really showing like my femininity. No one ever is gonna take me seriously in the industry. Mm. But he's kind of showing me like, you know, it's very much okay. Like you, you can open up, we can have that back and forth. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just okay. And I genuinely feel so much better and so much like yeah just so much better in life since uh becoming 
are 50-50 balanced. Mm. What what helped you to bring yourself back into balance? Like, and because I know you said that your boyfriend helped you to kind of like showed you in a sense of um that you're able to to be open about your emotions and stuff like that. But what kind of other things helped you to bring yourself back into your femininity? Um, for me, it was very much trusting my intuition and um, meditating upon it because I, you know, one thing is um, the self-awareness. This is another thing that I love about like Eckhart Tolle because this is something that he goes into very like a depth about. It's like, you know, that little voice inside your head that's always mm. there, it's always present. People don't take time to listen to what that voice is saying or what the hell is going on in their minds. So when you can quieten down everything that's going on in your mind and just focus on that one voice in your head, you can literally make it do whatever you want or make it think whatever you want. So, Mm. you know, through meditation, I managed to like, you know, quieten it down and then kind of focus on, I know this is what's been going on because I've become like more self-aware um, I understand more of like, you know, how my mind works um, and understanding like, you know, this, you know, so I've just been self-reflecting and I never would have like, you know, if we were having this conversation maybe two years ago, I would, I would have thought, what the hell are you talking about, about the law of gender? Like, what's that got to do with anything? But now that I know it exists, I know like, you know, this is how you can navigate towards that this is the traits that I'm portraying that need to you know calm down a little bit so that there's an even balance Mm. Mm -hmm. so I have a question as well so in that process would you because I remember you said before you was mainly surrounded by guys like you had guy friends and that that was those were your long-term relationships yeah would you say that now that you have more female friends now so um this is like a massive issue I feel like I've had like for a very long time right so I think I had like such a negative outlook on like what female friendships meant for Mm. me I felt like okay to have female friends means to have like you know bitchy group chats where you sit talking negatively about people to have female friends means you know talking about guys 24 7 um you don't have time to actually work on like the business aspect of yourself that kind of stuff so I had like a negative outlook of um what having female friends was um so a lot of my entrepreneurial journey was actually so lonely because I just didn't even think like I can have female friends that are going through the same entrepreneurial journey that are going Mm. through the same struggles because all the females around me they want like that city girls culture Mm. um but obviously um I actually went deep and decided do you know what let me go find them like there has to be females out there that can understand this journey and that's you know how CEO network was born because mm. I haven't had that support from females just by my side helping me through certain things I've always gone to like my guy friends which is why like you know I'm friends with like all of you guys Nero Black Bezos like even now because I thought like as I'm going into becoming an entrepreneur I need to have entrepreneurial guy friends but I didn't realize females could also have the same traits mm. yeah mm, that's important because boy there's I, I've, I've observed a lot of like relationships between different people and I always notice that with girls it tends to be there there's always that group that's as you said bitching around and mm-hmm. it's just like giving slight remarks to people and just being really negative when they could be spending that energy like discussing ideas and instead of gossiping and Mm -hmm. 
now you've gone out there and you found that and then you've opened up a network where you can allow people to find that now yeah 100 percent. and i feel like it's so crazy because um we had an event like your girlfriend was there so we had an event on um on sunday saturday yeah um and a lot of people were literally thinking how can you have 14 girls that are one table is there not going to be arguments <laughs> is there not going to be bitchiness and I was literally explaining to Nisha that I haven't had like positive vibes like that in such a long time where like mm. we obviously opened up about what she owned network is to them and these girls were like clapping for us they were like you know so happy for <laughs> us that we've done this and for me like coming from you know having negative female friends in the past that was like a, like actually shocking to me that that can mm. happen yeah mm. yeah man that's a serious change you see you see manifest manifestation is powerful you see that you said oh there must be girls out there that's like that and then you what happens and you found it exactly it is so crazy as well because um i think m- me and anisha had this call like we literally decided we wanted to do this like literally like two weeks ago and then right. um and that is something that i'd been thinking about for such a long time like in gear and you know when you want something so much the universe will literally place the right people in front of you so Mm. I literally just like randomly mentioned this and then she comes out of nowhere and mentions it um as well like oh damn I've been thinking about this and then straight away we get to action um Mm. but it came up on my snapchat stories from exactly a year ago where I was literally looking for businesswomen exactly a year before and I'd completely forgotten I'd ever thought about this but I was literally looking for business women to become friends with and I placed on the story and, yeah then I have what is that yeah a year a year from the Sunday event that you was talking about yeah the one side yeah that is crazy it's so crazy like you know when especially my um one thing that I love so so much about like you know um creating my reality is that like sometimes when you bury things and you completely forget that you've ever mentioned it you've ever thought about it it just kind of like you know it's gone like and then one day it just pops up at you and you're like damn I was like really thinking about that like damn I wrote that in my journal but you have to release and just trust and believe that it will happen Mm. yeah so what what is the CEO network like what is it about and and how can people get involved as well so um the street owned network is literally like a female owned um space it's just literally for women because like i've explained my entrepreneurial journey it's been pretty lonely i know there's so many women going um out there going through it as well because especially when i was at this um event i found one thing was um i'd be speaking to all these girls and they're like i try and explain what i'm doing to my friends but my friends have no interest Mm. so it's like you obviously you're not just going to dead your friends but because they just don't understand they're still good friends and have good traits you know um Mm. so but they kind of had that like loneliness where it's like we need like a safe space where we can all just like you know learn from each other we can empower each other and we can just like teach other people like all of us I think every single person no matter how they can look at it has some sort of value to give no matter you know can there was one guy he literally um messages me a lot he's always asking me questions and then one time he's like I feel so bad because I ask you for so much but you've never like you know um I've never given you any value and then shit away I was like okay so what do you do and he told me and for me personally like I don't do forex trading and that's one thing he does so Mm. well you can add value to me there like Mm. everyone has some sort of value to give they just don't either don't believe in themselves enough 
or they just haven't found it for themselves so um I just want women to like either learn from each other so there's like different industries that literally everyone is in they don't even have to be entrepreneurs or even have that entrepreneurial mindset but just wanting to network with other women and understand the journeys that other women go through so um we've got like traders investors business owners marketers um we've got mindset uh people and then just like you know book clubs personal finance girls that are like um in working environments recruitment um people that work in the finance industry like me in the tech industry because that's like so male dominated Mm. our friends like you know Mm, that's Um, powerful yeah so that is exactly what the CEO network so it's like ceo but she yeah (laughs) yeah for those i didn't get it (laughs) (laughs) we're completely over their heads yeah literally (laughs) so 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 again how can people get involved in that then so in order for people to go get involved just literally www.ceonetwork.co.uk and it literally get a 30-day free trial just to actually understand what exactly it is that we do the amount of value we can add we had um a brunch last saturday that was like you know, start of February and we plan on having so many more events and not just, you know, them boring events where people just sit down and listen to someone like we're talking like, you know, girls like trips, girls holidays, girls like, you know, pool parties, like actual mm. fun things that girls can do together without right. feeling um, like, yeah, it just doesn't need to be a male dominated industry and everything. Mm. Now, I like that because I know that a lot of the time what deters a lot of women from even going to those those like events where you sit down and listen to someone talk is that sometimes they might feel a little bit threatened or, t- or intimidated by guys approaching them or making them feel uncomfortable. So I like that mm-hmm. it's going to be all girls and they can just feel comfortable in their own skin and just truly express themselves in the fullest. So it's yeah. really good. It's really good, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys cook up, man. Honestly, I feel like you know, um, I've been telling like my business partner Anisha, I literally told her the maddest numbers, and I'm like, you know, I'm not here to do like some little like network, like, we're here to actually dominate and take over the UK, like, oh, worldwide. Like, this is something I know it's going to be a long process, but that's a UK. I want to see you in Thailand, my manifestation, fail me, you know. Hawaii, fuck it, every single country. Every, like even Tonga, like the tiniest little countries, you're gonna see, you're gonna hear someone out there. Yeah. You, you know, it's serious when I see your event in in Mauritius or something like that. Yeah, nah, that that's when it's serious, serious. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Um, I saw you post another thing on your story that other day as well. It was a quote, and I really like the quote. But I was also intrigued into what you, because I, I, I'm not sure if you wrote it or if somebody else wrote it and you just like, have it there as, like, just a, just as a reminder of something that it means to you. But the quote was, breaking the habit of being yourself. I wanted to know, what's that all about? Oh, okay. So that is um, the Joe Dispenser um, book. Oh. So um, this book, I swear, I literally have, like, you know, I'm an audiobook listener. Like, I, yeah. I'm a heavy, because I can't. My, my mind's always running my hands always running I can't sit down for like two seconds and just read a book like I need to be listening to it so this mm. is one of the actual physical books that I've probably read like three times now um it's got all my little highlights but um it's literally like you know breaking from being your old self and becoming like a new person like I don't know if have you read Atomic Habits yeah 
So, you know, absolutely amazing. Shout out to James Clearman. Um, So everything that he says in there that is so simple to like, you know, change who you are. But the first thing you need to change is your habits. Your habits literally define who you are as a person. Um, Everything is like, you know, the law of mentalism, like it all starts in the mind. And then from there, you can like start looking like uninspired thoughts will just come to you. Like, you know, these are the habits that are stopping you from getting to your goals um people wake up at like you know midday and then go to sleep at like three but you've been sleeping for like 12 hours those kind of habits are not going to make you like a multi-millionaire do you guys mm. like it's every little habit that you have and everything has to work on the three planes of life as above so below so if your like physical habits are not great trust me your mental habits and your spiritual habits are not going to be great either it all mm. has to work in tune together 100 percent. it's like the the heart and mind coherence 100 percent. that's it that's it there zach knows his stuff <laughs> <laughs> go on man you listen i can't be having a conversation with, with, about metaphysics i can't have a conversation about metaphysics and not come with my knowledge you know i've got to show a little something yeah of course of course but guys if this is like the first time you're ever listening to the school of higher thought i can't lie yeah rewind just go back go back and listen to everything because this guy be dropping gems upon gems upon gems like thank uh, you i appreciate it man what's your favorite episode um the one you had with ricky is definitely Mm. my favorite i can't lie um it's just like you know i just be seeing you guys on snap or you know it's so weird i think you to be honest this is so weird right out of like the whole circle of like you know everyone i think you're the first person i actually had on snap which is so weird really um i i think like um i was looking at something i sent you like on months ago and it came up and i think i've had you since like 2020 hmm but i've had everyone else since like you know you know when 2021 2022 yeah, like since 2021 January onwards. So mm. yeah, that's uh that's something. But um yeah, since then, like I've literally been seeing you drop gems upon gems and it's like wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. So seeing you and Ricky having that conversation about like, you know, where you began like where you began and like how you guys even just like decided let's start this. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't just a random thing it's something that I feel like you guys had just unknowingly been like manifesting for each other for a long time and now here you are with your group fishing pips and it's just going amazing so yeah and just the journeys of both of you it's amazing Mm -hmm. you know it's it's funny that you mentioned that we um unknowingly manifested unknowingly manifested it because I don't know if Ricky even knows this. I think I told him. But I remember before me and him linked up in person and really, like, properly sat down and be like, you know what, let's become partners. I actually was manifesting, I want a thousand pounds this week. Like, I just, I, I, I don't know why, I just wanted a thousand pounds this week. You don't ever say you don't know why, you know. And then <laughs> I remember that following week, we did that and I was like, cool solidified now i know that i can i'm gonna go hard in this now so that's when i started to gain more clients next thing you know i had a thousand pounds in my bank account i was like oh damn that's how quick manifestation works it's so crazy people don't realize it did i tell you about how i went to dubai and literally within four days of manifesting it 
I, like, I need to manifest the bio. <laughs> like, I can't. This is so mad. And I literally visualize, like, every single visualization technique you can think of, I probably did it in those four days, yeah? <laughs> so I literally um, went online, booked booked it for, like, you know, I think it was, like, December, like, 27th. No, November 27th or whatever. And I was going on the 2nd. And I knew, like, you know, I'm making X, Y, and Z this month, yeah, but I don't want to touch anything I spend at all, like, anything I earn at all. I need to earn money that is separate because I'm going to, like, you know, go to Dubai and do, like, luxury, but I don't want to come back and just not have any money. So mm. in that time frame, I literally remember writing in my journal, like, you know, I'm going to have, like, the most luxurious trip to Dubai like and I kept writing it kept writing it and then um on that other time like other days like on those four days I was writing like um I'm gonna make like two thousand pounds today I'm gonna make two thousand pounds today I'm gonna make two thousand pounds today and I kept saying it and literally visualizing me walking through like the apartment that we'd booked and me walking through like first class right no not uh, business class literally kept going online and looking at different pictures of these two things every I'd literally be meditating for like 15 minutes straight just staring at these pictures right and imagine myself walking through and then um three days later um this like the day before I was like oh I'm, I'd been like reselling handbags and it's so weird because I was in the shower I just randomly thought oh let me let me like go onto Depop and see what's popping right now and I saw that people were like obviously like trying to buy like designer handbags so I like started reselling them and um, buying them from like Spock and then selling them on Depop at a higher price and I did this mm. for like 10 handbags in the space of like four days and literally made like two grand in that time frame and just upgraded my um, seat to a business class. And I literally remember I spent so much in Dubai, but it did not affect my pockets at all. Like it was literally just money that I'd made outside of like my usual, you know, digital marketing amounts, like uh, mm. website amounts. And it was so crazy, but yeah, visualization and journaling works, guys. Do it. 100%. Listen, the proof is in the pudding. It's actually there. It's, yeah. People will look at you like you're mad, you know. You know, it's so crazy because I used to write so much metaphysics on my story and people used to look at me like, what the hell are you talking about? You've gone crazy. Like, why are you saying all this? <laughs> I'd be talking about, like, 369 and people are like, whoa. So I'm a mental hospital. Listen, you don't know about <laughs> Tesla. Yeah. Shout out to Nikola Tesla, man. He's actually, do you know what, yeah. When I say my journey, that's where my journey began. That's really? where it began. Nikola Tesla. And they used to call him the mad scientist, didn't they? I think so. That's exactly how people were treating me when I used to drop them gems. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy about his life, though, is that, that after all that he contributed to society, he didn't is come out with much. Like Nothing. Literally nothing. Spoiled. He died broke. In it, yeah. he like I've I read that he was um that he spent the last of his days just feeding pigeons. Literally, that's so crazy. And you know, like he literally thought like um you know Wi-Fi and Bluetooth as we know it now. Mm. He thought of it first, like back in like I think eighteen seventy, mm. like and everyone called him crazy for thinking oh there will be a way that energy can transmit from one telephone to another without a cord in between. Because back then they were still using that, you know, them them like telephones that like you like press the little thing and turn it over and then mm. press it again and turn it over or whatever. Like it was very so he thought of all of this stuff. Um he had like the first like early adaptions of electricity, but his like greatest rival was Alexandra Bell. Um mm. and then everything of all of his ideas, he would literally get them in his dreams. 
and then he'd write them down on paper and then his factory burnt down. Mm. Yeah, man, I can't lie. He had a target on his back, boy, because um, even, do you know about his um his earthquake machine? Yeah. Like, people don't realise he had a whole, he basically built a machine and it caused earthquakes. It's crazy. Like, that's mad. And then, and then I think, um who was, I think it might have been the FBI or something. Or, or some sort of institutional agency of authority. They came through, they, they confiscated all of his stuff. Then, yeah, man. Yeah, and this was after the fire as well. So, like, you know, mm. he, hadn't patented, he hadn't done, like, patents on anything. He hadn't, like, copyrighted anything. So mm. everything that he lost in that fire, that was it. Like, it was only in his head and only on, yeah. like, his book. So that was it for him. So when um Alexandra Bell now comes saying, you know, I've discovered... Wait, Alexandra Bell's a telephone guy. Who's the guy that discovered electricity? I think you're thinking of Thomas Edison. Yeah, when Thomas Edison now comes up like, yeah, I discovered electricity, you know, and Nikola Tesla's like, what? That's my idea. But, you mm. know, he patented it. Mm. Hey, that's another thing as well, man. People don't know about intellectual property. It's so important. Like, if you have an idea and it's unique and it's something that's, like, it's innovative, if it hasn't already been patented, you may as well register it. Honestly. And and what people don't realise is that once it's patented, you can actually take the idea and no one else can legally use the idea, recreate it, duplicate it. They can't anything. they can't sell it commercially, they can't do anything with it without your permission. And with your permission, you could also rent out that IP as well. That is crazy. I never knew you could rent it out. That's yeah, crazy. you can rent it out. That's there's people out there who's making money off of like payment systems, like like even um let's take for example um PayPal, for example, mm-hmm. like the way how they process payments, mm-hmm. like that in itself is a system because you can patent systems. It's not only just in like inventions, like physical inventions. It's, it can also be systems. So if you have a certain system of doing something and no one has patented it yet, then boy, you can you can make a little chop if you sell it to the right people. Yeah, now that's crazy. I can't lie. That yeah, is man. crazy. It's so, like, the maddest thing is, yeah, people don't realise, like, something as simple as a copyright, not even a patent, like, a simple mm. copyright actually costs, like, £300. And they're willing to risk their whole business, logo, name, everything, just for small, like, £300. And then when people now come and take their name, their domain name, they take everything from them, they'd be crying. But, like, you know, you got to invest in yourself. Mm, 100%, man. 100%. And the thing is, is that um, also, uh, just a fun fact, uh, when you copy, with copyright, as soon as you create the idea, it actually is automatically copyrighted. But the only problem is, is proving that it has been copyrighted, like it was created first. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's been registering it comes into play because that becomes solid evidence. But yeah, that's just, that's just a fun fact. But also another thing that people don't know as well is that you could also do design rights as well. So design oh. rights are basically, if you have a certain design and whether it's a colour, texture, shape or, or or whatever. That's that crazy. That can be basically pr- protected under the Copyright Design Rights and Patents Act. And that basically protects that design. For example, let's take, for example, Coca-Cola. You can't. I think they they have a a, a design right on the 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 way how the bottle's structured or something like that. Oh damn! Or or, or it might be Dr Pepper, or one of the two. 
But if you have a bottle that's structured the same way and it looks the same way with the same curvature and the same texture, then oh, I think they legally damn. can sue you for it. Because so, yeah, I know from... Oh, sorry, carry on. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, because um, in my course, because I actually did like pharmaceutical science, technology and business, which is mm. all like, you know, it's not just technology and business, pharmaceutical technology and pharmaceutical business. Um, So I learned about, you know, the depths of like the pharmaceutical industry. And I know from like... um um a drug perspective you can literally patent everything about it like you can literally mm. patent the shape of it the like little active ingredient that you've used um any extra ingredients that you've used inside it to make it like you know the shape that it is do whatever it um it does inside your body you can literally patent everything down to the t so it's expensive as hell but very worthwhile 100% man you're protecting your idea Come on, Listen, you can't you can't go wrong with that. So many people don't believe in their own they don't believe in themselves or their ideas because there's no like you know, if you actually had that confidence of like, you know, this is like this is a madness, this is like, you know, the next billion dollar idea, and then you won't even patent it for like five hundred pounds, there's a problem. Mm. Like hundred percent. That's a big a problem. problem. That's a very big problem. And to be honest, it's not even always that, that expensive either sometimes literally you can do it for like what 60 pounds yeah that's true you can actually do i think you can do logos for like 60 70 pounds yeah it's literally that cheap you may as well prevent people from taking your ideas or or pretending to be you do you know what i mean yeah for real gotta school them no pun what was that i said you gotta school them and i said haha no pun intended how did you how comes you learned how to code oh wow, yes. was that something you decided to do do you know what yeah do you get like that that those hours in the day where you're just kind of like you know you're you end up just scrolling on your phone or doing something along them lines so for me i think it's like i was trying to avoid that like you know I've tried doing everything for myself to get myself off my phone but the um one thing the best thing I ever did was having like you know a separate business line having Mm. um business whatsapp on my laptop and my iMessage on my laptop so kind of you know just put me away from my phone for a while but then I needed to switch that scrolling habit to something else and Mm. that's where I just learned how to code instead because, mm. yeah, you know, got to turn something destructive into something constructive. Mm, I like so, yeah, and obviously, like I mentioned before, I was making websites for myself way before. Um, And what I genuinely used to do was, like, a client would come to me and they're like, can you make a website? Me knowing damn well I do not know how to make the website that they're requiring or asking for. I'll just go on YouTube and just, like, you know, I'll be like, yeah, 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 I definitely can. And I'll literally go on YouTube <laughs> and find out, like, you know, how to make it down to the T. I'll stay up all night just learning on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, so that's how I learn. I never actually, like, you know, you know how some people say I'm learning coding languages and then you ask them, okay, but what can you make? And they can't make anything. They just know mm. the knowledge. I've never, like, been that person. I have to, like, learn for a purpose. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, because then it's like, what are you learning for? Then you just learn it just to have it in your pocket, just but then you learn. can't do anything with it. And I know a lot of people, like in the tech industry, although like you know, software developers get paid so much, but they're not getting paid so much just to know the coding language. They're getting paid because they have a portfolio and they can show, like, show 
their skill set in action. So mm. that's yeah, anyone that wants to learn how to code, that's like the one thing I'd you know recommend. Create a portfolio and use it. Mm. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. So you know what that's quite, that's quite, actually quite impressive, you know, because a lot of the time there's opportunities that's given to people, but they deny it because or reject it because they're worried about being incapable of doing it and then mm-hmm. potentially embarrassing themselves. And I understand it. And to me, I've probably done it as well in the past many times. But it's like you actually can also learn on the journey as well. Honestly. You can just take the job and learn on the way. That is so true. And um how long has it been? Yeah, all the unserious people aren't listening anymore. So I can drop that actual raw secrets, <laughs> the raw gems now, you know? This is like the kind of stuff that I have in my course that I'm about to drop now. So um mm. I norm I say yes to every single opportunity that comes my way because even if I can't do it, I'm gonna outsource it and I'm gonna like, you know, charge that person double the amount that someone else is. Um like the person will come to me, they'll be like, I'll pay you X, Y, and Z amount, I'll charge double and I'll keep the other amount and literally just get someone on Fiverr or on, you mm. know, Upwork or one of them websites to do it. And like, you know, as a digital marketer, I say I'm a digital marketer, but the main things I do is social media marketing. So that's like, you know, just marketing your business on social media. I do paid adverts, that's like Facebook adverts, Google adverts, TikTok adverts. Um, and I do um what else do I do those are the main two things I do as a digital marketer but I I do email marketing like you know the rest of the world I do email marketing I do copywriting I do search engine optimization but I always outsource those jobs to someone else and still take the payment for them Mm, cheat code yeah that's that's how you gotta you know work smarter not harder for real so how how can how can like somebody go about doing that though? Like how do you get clients for that? So as much as I would love to tell you all of this, I have oh, a course called yeah. Freelancing <laughs> Like a Pro, where I do explain all of this in detail, where to find the clients, you know, um, what to say to them once you found them, and then how to close them and make sure they pay like large amounts using Robert Green psychology. <laughs> <laughs> Love that Robert, Robert Green, man. Honestly, <laughs> that guy has breeded a ruthless generation. He is. Oh my god! You know, I read like the Art of Seduction, right? And I literally read like this is one of the books. Like I told you, I don't read books. So when I read, like you know, I don't read physical books. I mean, yeah. So when I obviously read this physical book, um, this is one of the things I had to like you know learn something from it because I was like, okay, I've just learned how to be a narcissist. But when am I going to read this? <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> so um because i'd like obviously learn how to do all of this like nonsensical stuff i was like you know let me turn it into sales script let me like use like you know the stuff when he's like you've got to capture your victim and i turned that into like you know grab the right client and i literally used every single point i think there is 17 chapters all together and i used mm. every single chapter out of there and turn it into like a sales script like you know you've got to make yourself sound more desirable so to a client i'll be like um you know i've had so many different people looking for my services but i've only got a limited space so mm. you know um and everyone does that with the limited um 
spaces left in like their chats or stuff like that yeah um, my favorite one is like you know when people were like um at the start of all my calls i asked someone what's your budget and then you know just keep it in my mind i won't mention it again until right at the end of the call and then i'll be like oh so my prices are going to be and then i'll take off like you know about a hundred pounds or 200 pounds off their budget and they just be like mm. unless if you can't afford that of course oh mm. press their ego a little bit yeah and then they're like no i can Ooh. afford it i can afford it and yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is as well it's because you're um i feel like because you're a girl as well i feel like people would even not wanna like especially men they would not wanna like feel the embarrassment of not being able to afford something in front of a woman a hundred percent i can't lie yeah <laughs> this is like one of the times where being a woman has actually been you know very beneficial to me because it's literally exactly what you said in that sense of like men don't want to you know um make it sound like they can't afford after they've like you know someone's come to me and said that their budget is like 500 pounds no sorry five thousand pounds and then i'm like oh okay for you today i'll make it four thousand five hundred because i've enjoyed our call unless if you can't afford that of course but why wouldn't you be able to afford that if that's below your budget Mm. so it works it works being a woman works a hundred percent and you know what i feel like not enough women take advantage of that in the right way because I feel like a lot of women, they just kind of take the easy route out. Mm. And obviously, like, you know, OnlyFans and sexual work. But you guys can utilise it in so many other ways that does not require for you to exploit yourself or or sell your, or put a price tag on your body or or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? 100%. You are so right. Like, it's very much like, you know, um, women don't realise, like, women have a lot of power um to you know obviously from a psychological point of view to seduce and manipulate but you know i don't suggest that anyone does that may i add disclaimer (laughs) (laughs) but women have genuinely that power to do that as long as you are staying respectful to yourself and staying respectful to your craft then there is actually you know well there is an issue but as you know as a businesswoman you can still stay within your limits and not have to be sending your body or like you know be half naked to close business deals Mm, 100% 100% and that's even more powerful because it's kind of like when you don't have to go to that length if you can even just like convince somebody with your words that's powerful Mm because it means you don't have to expose yourself and make yourself vulnerable in any other aspect a hundred percent and from like me as a marketer like you know psychology actually makes the world go around without it people don't understand the power of like psychology is mm. everything we do subconsciously we're pressing on someone's like psychological brain so even like you know building up your part like you for example you've you know been dropping gems for such a long time but you're dropping gems when you also have like a high ticket offer at the same time you're Mm. giving away free things at a value but then you've also got a lot more value that you're providing elsewhere Mm, psychologically it works because yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. i feel like people don't understand as well that especially if you're in the, the if you have if you offer a service of some sort or or you have a business it's offering stuff for free offering value for free that will Mm. make you receive that in reciprocation it's like 
also especially if you're doing something that's information based like a lot of people have started to do premium channels now and mm-hmm. they haven't marketed their value so yeah. it's just like you've come out of nowhere with this channel or this or this service but you have no credibility to you so how is the what's the like, one of the most organic ways to do that so oh, oh go ahead go ahead go ahead I was going to say, literally, it is just dropping value. Like, for me, for example, I've been here dropping value, especially to women that want to listen. Like, before I used to have, like, a private story called Financial Intelligence, I was doing that for two years straight. And now, like, you know, you know you have to get to that point where, like, you've got your army behind you. And when you Mm. say jump, they literally jump. So, Mm. but in marketing it's called um you have your cold audience and you have your warm audience Mm. so your cold audience are the people they have no clue who you are no one's gonna like you know no one's searching up for example fishing tips no one Mm. who doesn't know it is searching it up because they just don't know it exists it's not even in their mind for them to search it up so you have to go through there's um a thing called ada which is called awareness interest desire action so that's literally the process that people go through you need to raise awareness in their head and then from there they'll trigger interest and by triggering interest that's where you start giving them like you know more free gems or giving them like a free trial to something and then that's where they build their desire and then from Mm. desire they place action to actually paying for the value you're given because they but people try and jump straight from like you know a cold audience someone who doesn't know you straight to action they're not going to do that Mm, they haven't built a trust yet yeah and that's that's the one thing that makes the world spin around in your favor is the trust. hundred percent. If you have no trust for something or someone, you're not gonna purchase their their business. You know what? You're not gonna purchase their product. You're not gonna. You're just gonna sit there and just, just look at them like I don't want anything that you're selling me. Right. Honestly, and I think a lot of people look at like you know like night tech fleeces. Mm. I don't know. Are they like a hundred and five pounds for a top or hundred and five pounds for the whole thing? I don't know. But I think I think it's just for the top. I think. Oh God, they like robbery. Oh my God. Um, but literally, they will charge that much. Their friend may be selling a tracksuit for like twenty pounds, um, and they would rather buy that night tech flicks just because you know it's not the like the friend hasn't shown that their product is trustworthy, and I think a lot of people do fail in that thinking that they're friends are their audience but they have a much wider audience outside of like you know their network um mm. because no one's entitled to now come and buy a product that they've never heard of um when you know they've got years and years and years of trust built with another product mm. 100%, lot, man. People. 100%. yeah so. yeah i just i just checked the the night tech fleece is the hoodies 100 depending on where you get it from and what size that is daylight robbery. And then the, the joggers are £85, I believe. People, how do like 15 year olds have nearly £200? God knows. Like, what? God, more time, more time is uh, then they're not purchasing it for, for themselves though with their own money though. Usually it's like either birthday money or or maybe they just they did stuff they shouldn't be doing for it. That's true. But what makes someone think, yeah, right? Because for me, I don't know about you, yeah, when I was that age, 185 pounds if like you know obviously the legal ones 185 pounds was a hell 190 in fact was a hell of a lot of money yeah what makes someone think i've saved up for the last three birthdays in a row <laughs> let me now spend all of it on a track suit that i'll outgrow in maybe two years 
Nah, for real. It's actually so true. Because you know what? Yeah, I feel bad for all of the guys. I don't know. Like, let me stop lying. I don't feel bad for them. But a lot of guys who, who, who in their young days, they spent money on designer clothes. Because true say, all of that money that they spent on that when they were risking their lives doing things that they shouldn't be doing and just to purchase those clothes and those materialist items, they literally just grew out of it. I feel so personally victimised because I was one of them young guys. <laughs> listen, listen. You go but for it's it. true. <laughs> you I go for it. I tell my boyfriend all the time, like, first of all, I'm so grateful that you've entered my life because, you know, I've learned how to be more like money, like, you know, through being frugal. And I've mm. learned, like, you know, it's perfectly fine to be a frugal person as long as, like, you know, you're laughing all the way to the bank, like, uh, because I used to spend money so recklessly. And now, you know, um, those, like, compound interest calculators, mm. I will literally work out the value of items that I haven't worn in, like, over a year. Items that I spent, like, you know, like, £500 on, like, a random top that I haven't worn in, like, nearly two years. And I'll go in the compound interest calculator and work it out with the rate of inflation, how much it would be worth now. And then I'll go there and work out, in a, like, you know, put it into, like, a Tesla stock or whatever and mm. just work out how much it would be worth now. And I cry. I genuinely cry a lot. So, <laughs> the same stupid mistakes that I was making when I was younger. You know what, though? It's good that you're able to recognise, like, the mistakes, though, because some people are still going... Like, they, they make the same mistakes again and again and again and again. And yeah. to, realistically, it's not really a mistake, though. It's more... It was, it's just a choice. It's you know, personality something, I can't lie. Yeah, it's character. 100%. It's character building for sure, because I know for sure that I even I've spent money on things that... Like, I'm, I spend money, but I don't spend it on material items. So, mm. for me, it's like, I might not purchase a designer clothes, but I might go to some bougie restaurant and spend like three bills between oh, me and a couple worst. friends that one's the worst one when you can't physically you know at least with like <laughs> items you can walk into your wardrobe and be like oh, okay that's where the money went but like for yeah. the and taxis ah oh. times up man especially the taxi one the, the uber bill oof. Oof. that's a sneaky one yeah no, that one's a madness do you know what yeah like just dr- driving in general, Uber, just traveling anywhere, it's a scam. It is a scam. <laughs> I like used to spend today, I was gobsmacked. My jaw literally dropped to the ground because of inflation and obviously oil prices increasing. Um, currently, it's like 148, 150, I think, for one liter. Like yes, about a year. Like it's crazy. About a year ago, same car. I've got a mini. I love my mini. It's like my baby. Um, <laughs> I used to spend £25 to fill up my tank. Mm. It's now, today, it was £47. Why? <laughs> like How many litres is your car? 1.4. Yeah. So I'm That's like, I actually mean. feel sorry for people that drive like a mad, mad engine sizes because it's, you know, it's no joke. My literal petrol size has doubled. So. Yeah, man, I can't like that. That's one small factor there is gonna is gonna affect so many people because what people don't realize is how impactful oil prices are. Because a lot of people they just see it as like as just oil prices, just like oh my price of my petrol's gone up. But when you look at it from like a larger scale, it's like imagine businesses, all of the expenses that they now have to pay just to transport their goods. Mm, you know what I'm saying and they're traveling back and forth on a regular basis and they have to 
use like they purchase larger amounts of it and it's a lot more frequent so when you think of that that's when businesses start to have like spiked expenses and then it becomes more expensive to get certain items and certain materials and then next thing you know employees are getting cut off because they no longer can afford them and that's why we're in a situation like we are today where you know unemployment is at peak levels yeah no it's so crazy because people just think like oh okay inflation i walked into the shop but like bread is like 10p more but they don't realize that's a bigger image like actually like what the hell's actually going on in life Mm. which is so crazy do you know what's so mad i actually have a question for you because i know you're all knowing and you actually know things i'm not all knowing (laughs) um this might be beneficial to your um people but the other day hold on i'm trying to find the page so the other day I was going through like my old journals and I right. saw that there was, let me find out the date. On the 14th of April, 2020, um, I wrote in my diary, oil markets at an all time low, smart investment, but extremely <laughs> risky with a question mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that makes me so sad to hear. <laughs> How is that going? What are oil prices like now? Uh, I, all I remember is I was actually going to capitalise from when it was at the lows. But when I tried to purchase um, the oil, it was it, they literally was not letting me. Like They said that there, was, there wasn't enough liquidity or something like that. Like, there was too much selling pressure or something like that. Yeah, because, you know, it was like, you know, um, at the start of, I think, like, lockdown, and they had, like, so many oil barrels, and they just didn't know what to do, like, with the oil barrels, um, because, yeah. obviously, no one was, like, driving, no one was mm. using it. Um, ah, on the upside, BP's made the highest profits in eight years. Shout out to them. When others are suffering, others are winning. I always remember that. Life. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> yeah yeah man oh my days yeah i remember when that happened it went to like zero the oil prices so low it went to literally literally nothing and that's when i tried to buy it but literally they wouldn't let me i was so upset about it that would have been so much percent gains like right now it's at 89 for an so US oil. crazy i'm trying to like look at it over that would have been twelve thousand, well nearly thirteen thousand percent gains in what <gasps> two years I've just checked it, yeah. So the date in question, it was at 13.78. And today it is at 91.68. What's the percentage on that? From like literally 13.78 to 91.66. And and listen, for all of the viewers out there who aren't really like well-versed in what we're talking about, we're basically just talking about like contracts for differences. So what that is, is basically when you purchase, it's like a contract that says, I owned X amount of this stock or or currency or commodity. And then that fluctuates in price based off of the, the value of the, of, of the market price of that item or commodity or whatever it is. And what you can do is you can make profits, whether you sell it or buy it. And... Yeah, man, that's, that's that's what I do personally, but a lot of people don't really know about this stuff, and I feel like it's very important to at least know about it. Even if you don't participate, at least know, because it affects almost everything that goes on inside of society. It's so uh, true, and I feel like a lot of people um, 
they just focus on you know cryptos they focus on their you know um more not many people focus on stocks these days and it makes me sad but um yeah nah, it's, usually, it's usually the older folks who, who, who focus on the stocks stocks are just like you know i put like um 1700 into tesla about 18 months ago and i've got like two and a half grand profits at the moment and it just keeps going like stocks are they're not just for the older folk um folks because it's less um volatile and you know it's you can make so many returns and they kind of you know you can do a lot more um not technical analysis what's the other analysis um, fundamental fundamental keeping like you know watch on the news and what's going on with your specific stocks you can kind of get an idea of what's going to happen whereas mm. um crypto you know buying power is really do a madness it's incredibly volatile with crypto it's very risky because it's unregulated and right now there are regulations being implemented and so it's going to be very turbulent so for a lot of people they will struggle knowing with like navigating with what to put their money into and which ones are likely to add the regulations because when regulations happen a lot of the cryptos are going to go to zero let's be real like mm. cryptos like come rocket will not exist <laughs> can't believe that actually exists <laughs> i can't believe it either and i what the worst part is i can't believe people actually bought it yeah that's actually that's the, that's the, that's the most surprising part it's like um, psychology it's so crazy you know i've actually just checked oh my god i've just checked like if i'd bought um gold at the price that um not gold oil at the price that i mentioned um Mm -hmm. back on the 4th of um sorry 20th of april April. 2020 um it would have been a 565.3 percent increase and i would have made i'd put a hundred dollars in i would have wait no i don't even know how to work out percentages am i retarded um i would have made like 800 pounds profit so that's just from 100 pounds literally that's a lot man that's, that's a lot that's a lot and and another thing as well is that what people bear in mind i am not a fan i am not a financial advisor do your own due diligence it's, it's risky investing into anything so make sure that you, you you do your own research and understand what you're putting your money into but with that being said i feel like a lot of people they don't understand that stocks in crypto aren't the only investments that they can make. Real estate isn't the only investment that they can make. They could also buy into bonds. And what bonds are is basically, imagine if the government were to owe you money and based off of the amount that they owe you, they will pay you a, a bit more in future just for loaning that money to them. Yeah. That you basically loan money to the government. Exactly. So that is known as one of the most safest investments. Although it's safe, it bear is. in mind that it's gonna it's gonna be low because it's safer. It means that it's lower risk, but obviously it's a lot more safer. It's a lot more. It's like catching low hanging fruit. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying. As well. Exactly. So so with bonds, it's it's like the chances of the able to pay back your debt is completely is 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 it almost doesn't exist but obviously it still is a chance but the chances of it happening are incredibly slim because they have the collateral assets to help pay you the amount that you've basically paid them and mm-hmm. what people don't understand is that 
when you purchase stocks or crypto, you can lose it all. Yeah. And and but the thing is, is that when you own a bond, the government legally has to pay it back to you because it's a debt. I fell asleep it's... last week and got liquidated in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> well, what coin? What coin was it? Was it a trade? It was our futures on Bitcoin, and you know when it just Oof. randomly decided to randomly violently go um, from, I think it went from like 32, then to 34, to 37, and then now it's at like 41 or whatever it is. Um, mm. And I, you know, was hoping that I'd bounce back um, on, like, you know, I thought it was going to like, you know, bounce back down. So I was like, let me not put, let me not put a stop loss. You know, I'm already deep. Oof. I'm already minus 70%, so it might just go the opposite way. Oof. And mistake yeah. number one always right. put a stop loss. It's the greed got to me, you know. Yeah. But um, so yeah, exactly what you're saying is right. Like things like bonds, index funds, very low risk, very, very low risk, and obviously very low profits. Um, but it's safe. Like life is so much better on that side. You don't want to be waking up liquidated, like mm. so 100%, especially for those who um are not really well versed in what they're doing and don't have the time to properly research and don't have um the per that I feel like to to trade you have to have a certain personality mm-hmm. or or if 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 not that then kind of also understand your personality and and be aware of it because there's so much awareness that goes into it. I feel like a lot of people just jump into it thinking that yeah like I'm gonna jump into this and it's just simply buy and sell. No, there's so many different psychological factors that go into it. Mm. But when you do like when you purchase bonds for example there's not much psychology that goes into it you just it's like you giving your money to your friend and they say cool because you're giving me this money i'm gonna pay you x amount in future yeah 100 percent. and it's like you know it especially if you don't know what you're doing at all like i would 100 percent and um recommend index funds so if you don't know what index funds are it is the top 500 um stocks um and it's literally they're all pulled together so if you literally get like a tiny little percentage of um your money that kind of spread out across all of them so smp is um one type you get like your 500 um sorry vanguard 500 and it is like top 500 um that way you don't have to literally be checking your stocks every single minute of every day Mm. to know the news or know anything because it's all just done for you 100 percent because it's kind of like with it with it indexes you don't have to know every single every single company that's operating within that index you just know that cool this field is is most likely to succeed because mm-hmm. it's it's one of those industries that's been like for example like the tech field or the eco the the eco energy field mm-hmm. those are the fields that's going to boom in future because of like one technology advances economies which allows economies to grow and produce way more faster and people to it improves the quality of people's lives so technology is powerful in that sense it's needed two the the the, um eco-friendly stuff you have the paris agreement 2030 which is basically the united nations they all came together and they said we need to go carbon neutral by 2030 and 2050 how are we going to do that we're going to change the infrastructures of all of these industries and in doing so, we're going to have to change the, the supply chain process. We're going to have to change the emissions that that and that and that's emitted from using certain vehicles and da 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 So what are they going to do? They're going to implement 
um, alternatives like electric vehicles, for example. They, they're, they're, they've got plans to put hydrogen boilers inside of people's houses by 2030. Like they've got so many different things that's going on. And if you understand those things, then it's like, cool. So if that does happen, how can I position my money to profit from that? Because the value is here now because the demand is here. But when it's needed and people are going to need it in, in, in a mass scale, like for example, electric vehicles, what happens? Demand increases. So naturally the price increases. So, yeah. so how can you position your money to take advantage of that? And that's kind of how you navigate the system of markets, really. Supply and demand, you can just use the basics. I love that. Then like a little click for you, like, you know, they're doing poetry. <laughs> the little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're not trying to be too loud, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah. It hits differently, you know, when someone does a little click for you, then a clap. <laughs> no, 100%. It feels like, it feels, it feels like I just did like a poem, do you know what I mean? Honestly, it feels like an intellectual pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, honestly, you're so right in like everything that you just said there. I want to go back to coding though. Mm-hmm. Do you have a vision for that skill? Like, do you think it can be useful for something in future? Yeah, so um, obviously I'm literally a web developer and I do everything on the web. Like, de- like you know, developing websites for people. I'm not like a um, software developer, so I don't make like softwares and I don't make like applications. I just literally make websites right so um at the moment there is the um there is the web three which is like the new industry that we're stepping into um and if you don't know what web three is it's literally just like you know entering the metaverse and like the virtual realities you've got your you know that whole world that we've got going on there i'm sure you know you've mentioned it on your podcast before for the crypto side of it but there's us over here this um web developers so i am um essentially just like educating myself on how to become a web3 developer um and learning like new skills um for anyone that doesn't want to learn how to like code blockchains and that kind of stuff crypto zombies is your is your website you should go to um mm. So, you know, I'm learning about smart contracts, I'm learning about solidity, I'm learning how to do all of that. And my mentor is obviously, you know, works in blockchain technologies as the COO of one of the biggest um, cryptocurrencies in literally the world. So that Mm. is kind of where I'm getting a lot of like my help in learning at the moment. Right. Yeah. How did you meet them? I remember you mentioned it on the on the Black Bezos Daily podcast, but just for the people who haven't heard that yet. Oh yeah, so um, it was literally a case of um, like I mentioned on there, I have a um places to bump into wealth list because you know I literally when I say you have to, if you want something for yourself, you have to change your environment, you have to go out there and actually grab it. So for me, I knew like you know just sitting around in my hometown, not in Keynes there's probably millionaires and billionaires out here I don't know but it's just a very average town you know so um every so often I'll go to London and I'll go to like you know the specific places are my places to bump into wealth so this is like you know your top market restaurants but not like your Hakkasan's great place but I'm talking about like you know your Nobu's your restaurants Mm. down Park Lane your Four Seasons those kinds of places the ones that's less known that's less exactly because you will always find like you know very wealthy people having just like a coffee over there just having like an actual business meeting in there Mm. um 
and I'm not afraid to so I met this guy in Duck and Waffle um which is you know in Sushi Samba that building um mm. and literally this guy just randomly came up to me and my friend um and it was like it was his birthday so I'm a very friendly person a lot of people are like oh why are you talking to us you're drunk go away like what are you doing but um no like me and my friend really realized okay let's just like try and network here um and then we just kind of joined him on his table it was his birthday and then I learned so much about this person in like the space of like a two-hour conversation um the guy had gone from being absolutely broke um can I also mention like I was intentional in my meeting him like for me every time I speak to someone I'm always very intentional in the conversation I don't Mm. just have a conversation to say oh I spoke to that person or oh I know that person I ask relevant questions at all Mm. times that's important um and one of the main things I always ask people just like really get into their minds is what like what's your what's the book that changed your life and you will learn so much from someone just by that one book that they say um so the guy showed me his instagram and it was his 26th birthday so this was actually two years ago it was his 26th yeah very very young and he was um he showed me his instagram and on his instagram five years before that he'd been posting you know um quotes like you know like motivational quotes like one day you're going to make it one day you're going to be a billionaire one day you know people around you won't believe everything that you've accomplished so that was like four years before that and he was posting mm. these. He was like next to broke, like next to nothing. And then the day I met him, he was worth 17 million. At that time, I did not know what blockchain technologies was. I did not know what um this, you know, massive crypto company he was speaking about was. Um, and he was just like, you know, telling me about it. And I was just like, yeah, cool, okay, nice, like whatever, that's boring, but okay, cool. Um, and then one um and then okay so had him on LinkedIn after that you know had my usual little like with everyone I've met I do try and just remind them like oh this is what I'm doing now how's everything with you just to in case one day like something I'm doing just kind of goes with what they do Mm. so I was just on LinkedIn I literally just like sent him a message like this is what I do now just mentioned that I like you know trade cryptos I do this I do that I do that and then he was like oh yeah and then I looked at his like LinkedIn profile and it literally says the company he works for and he'd just been appointed the CEO COO of that company and there was like this a massive article he's been featured in Forbes and this is like you know for me I was like whoa this is the person that I'm looking for in a mentor mm. um, and what's crazy about this is that like literally two weeks before that I had to put on my story I don't know if you saw this and I was literally like um I need a new mentor I don't I'm not gonna like you know go chasing for one I'm not gonna go looking for one I'll just trust in the universe to bring me a mentor um and then two weeks later I just you know stumble upon him and completely forgotten that I wrote that um and then yeah just ask some relevant questions and you know that i'll be more than happy to mentor you on your journey mm. um, wow yeah um and i think when people are looking for mentors one thing that they do kind of fail in is just understanding that you know you can like you should actually explain this is what i'm looking for from this and this is what i bring to the table like this is my value people mm. just kind of stumble upon successful people and they're like oh can you mentor me Okay, but what do you need mentoring in? What do you need growing in? Someone will literally just take your money and run and literally run through irrelevant things to you, but you'll be thinking, oh, okay, yeah, 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 like I'm getting this advice from like this super wealthy person, but it may have a zero percent to do with what you need in life at that point. So 
Yeah. You know what? Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> totally right. No, honestly, yeah, that's that's really helpful because I feel like a lot of people um they go into networking like they they they, they attempt to network with people by just talking to them. Like that can be a good start, but they don't do it with intention enough and they don't really clarify what they're looking for. And because like they don't really get the full benefit of the relationship, they just get little crumbs of it rather than, you know, if somebody is a baker and you're looking for a birthday cake and you meet, you, 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 you encounter this person and you just talk to them and just give small talk. And then you don't realize that they're actually a baker and they specialize in birthday cakes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Next, you know, you walk out of the, the situation like, oh, that was a nice conversation, but you didn't get what you could have gotten out of it. Yeah, honestly, like people just don't understand. Like everyone you meet should be purposeful. Like I think, obviously, I think I'm Paddy on Snapchat for a very long time, and I kind of, you know, kept in my head like, okay, that's Zach. He does um forex trading, and you know, you know, a hell of a lot about mindset and a hell of a lot about fundamental analysis of like, you know the rural stocks um so cryptocurrencies and you know so in my head like i've kind of just decided when i want to get into forex trading or when i want to have those deep conversations i'm going to you or nero i'm not going mm. to like you know anyone else but another person will just see your stories and just like skip through them and be like okay cool mm. but like what what was the point that you've just wasted that last two minutes scrolling through like just sliding through the story if it, if it had no like intention to build you in any way 100 percent, 100 percent, man but yeah i think it's nearly two hours now so i think we might have to end it here because people's tension spans are minuscule yeah 100 i feel like i've covered a lot so i hope this has been educational to someone out there listen it's even been educational to me so that's how you know wow i'm out here changing lives thanks <laughs> <laughs> now honestly though you are and you, and you know you are you know you're you're doing a service which is going to help a ton of people to even just get started and just take back control over their lives and that in itself is powerful people are sitting there consuming but they're not producing and right now is a perfect time to produce mm, honestly thank you so much i'm actually humbled but thank you so much for having me on your podcast i'm grateful and yeah thank listen you. It's an honour to have you as a guest. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. It was a brilliant conversation. This is a School of Hype Thought podcast. Oh, wait, before we cut it off as well, uh, could you quickly just mention your socials as well, where people can contact you should they want to do your freelancing course, um, CEO network, and also just follow you on socials as well? Okay, yeah. So my um, Instagram is jv.finance. Um, and my agency is Brand Blueprint Co. So if you want websites, if you want digital marketing, um, literally go to www.brandblueprintco.com. So that's where you will literally find my portfolio and any courses that I do have. My freelancing courses also on that website. Um, and literally, if you need any help, coaching, anything, it's all on there. Um, my CEO network, that's my newest venture, um literally um it's like she and then eo um network you'll find that on instagram and um if you also look on 
sheeonetwork.co.uk you will find um the website and you can sign up it is for ladies only i know a lot of guys would want to join it's a lot of value but this is for the ladies only um i'm not even going to mention my snapchat because it's embarrassing you know i made it when i'm begged snapchat to change it and they keep ignoring me but <laughs> you, you, i can't lie you're gonna have to just make a new one at this point or you just yeah. have to own it Nah, it's, it's, it's a tough one, you know, but it's it is, a, it is, it is a swag one. fag with two fours instead of A's and then a little dash in the middle, I hope, yeah. How did you come up with that? I don't know, I was, I was uh, yeah, a Tumblr kid when I was like that. So, yeah. <laughs> it seemed appropriate. Uh, cool. Guys, you heard it at first, CEO Network, uh, Bland brand blueprint is it yeah it's actually a mouthful so it's like a brand blueprint and then co like company. yeah i nearly said bland but then it's like because i'm mixing the two words together every time someone says it they literally say bland blah, 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 and it's like no, it's brand <laughs> blueprint co <laughs> so yeah guys check her out you know she she's as you guys have heard throughout this whole conversation she's got a ton of knowledge to offer she's got a lot of value to offer and ladies if you want to join the CEO network Go ahead and check them out on Instagram. Go check the, check their website out. And yeah, I wish you guys all the best. I guys hope you got the most knowledge out of this as you possibly could. And I hope something here has helped you to grow in some some fashion. <laughs>